bring it forward with these tips. Hi, this is Anita Joyce here with Kelly Wilkness, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. What to do now for spring. We are going to get you in the spring mood today and try to help you get your house in a spring mood. Yeah, I think of January and maybe even into February as the months for purging and you know, you've got this post-holiday thing going on, you want to get rid of stuff and clear it out. And then spring for me is about planning and freshening up. I always want to have a list of things that I want to do come the springtime, you know, whether it's painting something or I'm thinking about all this wallpaper or changing the bed linens. That's something I always think about around this time of year. In fact, I may or may not have done uh, a little shopping while I was getting ready for this episode. Uh, yes, I saw bed. that. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Well, and I've got the guys coming in a few days. I mean, I've got guys coming to refresh the air conditioning system and do some you know tweaks to that. And then I've got another crew coming to do some repair work to the porches, pressure wash everything touch up some things with some paint. So it's like you said, organization first in kind of indoor organization in January, February. And now I'm trying to do kind of these repairs and freshening up things. And then next is going to be all of this home decor stuff for spring that I'm really excited about. Yeah, it's a great time to do it. And the spring cleaning thing definitely does not slide by me. I kicked it into high gear around this time of year. I don't know, just maybe because the light is brighter. Everything just looks like it needs to be refreshed, As particularly after you take everything down from the holidays and then you sort of recover for that and you start looking around and the the moldings have a little bangs and nicks and scrapes and things like that. So touch-up painting is a great thing to be doing right now. And all sorts of those little jobs maybe that you didn't get to in the fall and in the winter. The springtime is a great time to get your list in order, get your little tools together and either hire somebody or go around your house and make that day, whatever it is, the day to get those things done. Because sometimes when you do something like that, you're like, why didn't I just do that? You know, it took me 15 minutes, but I've been thinking about it and it's been bothering me, whatever it is, whether it's a loose doorknob or something that's not screwed in right or something that fell off. And it doesn't take that much time to fix. You just have to do it. Uh, exactly. So I, I'm with you. I do all that touch up. And I have so many little spots that need to be touched up. And I'm just trying to decide if I can do them or if they need to be done professionally. Well, last night I was walking the dogs and I saw this van with one of those placards on the side and a whole list of all these things that they did. And it's a house I walk by all the time that is so well kept and just, I figured these people must be very particular. And I could see that these guys were coming in and out of this house. So I walking the dogs, but I stopped to take a picture of the van signs because my painter is not going to be available. He hurt his back. And so oh, he no. finally got back to me and said, you know, I'm not going to be able to get to you. Everything's backed up until maybe May. So I'm taking a picture and 
lo and behold, the owner of the business, I guess he was wrapping up for the day, walks out and we had the loveliest chat. So now I have a new painter. His name is Rob. Oh. And I'm oh. very excited about him. Oh, I so, know. I have a new painter too that I'm excited about. So oh. I totally get that. And, and then, he does my, my Rob, my new Rob does wallpaper too. I'm totally Well, it's psyched. so hard to find people that are available and mm-hmm. that do a good job. No, it's so true. And sky you know, high. Yes. I mean, usually word of mouth, it might seem sort of funny, but it's a house that I admire. They hired this guy and I could, figured I could always leave them a little note and say, hey, you know, or I could ask Rob, hey, can I get their phone number just to ask and get a reference before I hire you? Yeah. If you see a van with a sign on it, <laughs> take a picture and then you at least you have somebody to call and get an estimate from and start the process. Because sometimes it's hard to get going because you just don't know who to call when you need to hire somebody to That's do something. That's so funny. That's what you did because that is basically what I did. <laughs> There was some work being done just two blocks away from my house, and they had a sign in the front yard, and there was a website, and I thought, okay, I think I can remember that for two blocks until I get home, and I called them, and I think they're going to be good. So, And then I thought, well, you know, but they didn't come from a recommendation, so I did do a little online research on them, and it looks like they've got some great reviews, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. I could look them up maybe on Yelp or something like that. Or go to Better Business Bureau, see if there's Mm -hmm. complaints lodged against them. You always want to check them out. But we digress. Let's get back to these spring things. We're kind of on a... Well, that was a good tip, though, because a lot of people like to do painting in the spring. We weren't too far off. Yeah, but now is the time to clean and do the pressure washing and all that stuff outside. So I in, in touch up paint. I think, yes, this is the time to do that. But you know what else it's a great time, thing to do right now? And that is to bring in some fresh flowers into your house, some plants. And I bring that up because I was just at Trader Joe's yesterday and they just have such a great plant selection and they have a lot of seasonal things and they just brought in all these amazing orchid plants that look so beautiful and it just made me so excited for spring and I recently bought a bunch of plants uh, at the nursery too so you know if you can bring something buy a plant especially a flowering one bring it in your house it's going to make you smile and it's going to make you happy all day and for as long as you can keep that plant alive let's put it that way and I want to point out I have now had an ivy for an entire year. Oh, I just job. want to point that out. Good job. I like adding a touch of green this time of year. I'm not a real pastel girl. That's also a good thing that you can add to your decor this time of year. It's definitely springy. And if you decorate a little bit for Easter, it's a nice time to have some pastels. But I find that green is such an easy color to work into many palettes and it has such a freshness to it. To me, green is really synonymous with the springtime. So add some green. It can be in any form. I was thinking of a runner would be great. A runner, you can add a little bit of green or if you prefer pastels, you change it up for your table. So I found a really pretty one uh, made of linen from a linen company that was new to me. I never heard of it. And actually it's called Linen Me, which is kind of Hmm. funny. So I can put the link to that in the show notes. I love the idea of adding green. And while we're talking about adding green, how about those things that you take out of the equation? So now is the time to be, and I still have my furry pillows out, Kelly. But I'm thinking I need, it's time to put those free. Well, I do too. I mean, when everyone's listening to this, we're into March. But, you know, it's still a little bit uh, winter left. 
no matter where you live. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You can so still I'm, have them. So it's time. So I'm talking to myself here. I've got to move those furry pillows, put them up for the season, and also the fur throws and all of those kind of heavy throws. But I'm also thinking about the bedroom and the heavy blankets and the heavy duvets and replacing those with my cooler spring themed decor and when I say that I mean kind of my softer colors and my lighter weight linen covered duvet and just kind of a lot of linens and pretty spring colors so that's it's time for me to kind of change that out yeah a fun thing to add is some chintz we've been talking about adding chintz for a while now there's so many florals are back whether it's in wallpaper or in fabrics or whatnot so chintz is so pretty and even if you just got a small bit of it and even if you were just using it for your tabletop it's just a lovely thing to add in springtime and that's just such an easy way to introduce a floral even if you don't have florals in the rest of your house you could just use it for your easter table or just your everyday table for the springtime well i love chintz too and at one time chintz was everywhere on everything in the 90s and, you know, we were all in love with chintz. But then it kind of started looking dated and frumpy. And then everything went away from chintzes. And no one, you know, chintz was banished in a way from from decor magazines. But it's been long enough now. And now it's being reimagined. And it's feeling fresh and new. And I don't think there was anything wrong with chintz. I think we just got really sick of it because it was just so much of it. But now it's just completely redone. And it's it's. I think it's time for it to come back. And I am seeing it. It's not just time for it to. It's happening. It's here, baby. Yeah, and it's the darling of the grand millennial look. So mm-hmm. if anybody um, is interested in learning more about that particular style, we have an episode on that and Modern Farmhouse combined. Uh, not necessarily combined in one house, but we combined those two into a, an episode. So you could listen to that one and we'll link that in the show notes. But yeah, chintz is super pretty. It's so feminine. But, you know, again, in small doses, I think, you know, certainly not your whole room. <laughs> Right. Well, and another thing that I think kind of comes and goes as far as favor is rattan furniture, but it definitely has a summery, springy feel to it. So I think this would be, if you're thinking about getting something, now would be a great time to go look. I love rattan, rattan furniture. furniture. I do too. And you know, some you can spend a lot of money on rattan furniture. I guess if you try hard enough, you can spend a lot of money on just about anything. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty easy to find something in rattan that is very reasonable, whether it be a side table, even a chair, basket, or a magazine rack, something like that. Just a little accent piece can be very reasonable. And rattan is different than wicker, so it's going to be heavier. You know, there are different degrees of rattan. Some is, is very very, very well made and you know then you can expect to pay a little bit more for it but it has this summery lightweight feeling it's really mobile so you know if it was something that you wanted to use as a, an accent piece or an extra chair or something like that it's super simple to pick it up and move it around the room it's such a fun thing I can get away with having rattan most of the year I mean because it's pretty warm here oh. also if you get it at an estate sale or a yard sale and you don't mind or that you pay just a little bit for it and you don't mind maybe playing around with the color of it you can spray paint it whatever color you want I mean white is so traditional for wicker you could do that for rattan too but I love it in the matte black of course <laughs> But what a fun thing to do is get a piece of rattan and spray paint it a really fun, bright color in a lacquer. 
so well, cute. When you talked about it being mobile, I was thinking too how easy it is to move this furniture out on the patio or the porch during nice weather. And then if it's bad weather or you need to, you can just move it back inside because it's very lightweight and it's just kind of made to be outdoors anyway. Not to say that you can let it be exposed to rain and things, but uh, just easy to pull in and out of your porch. So yeah. Uh, what about this idea? I think this is such a fun idea. I have not done this. We've talked about it, but I love the idea of it. And that is to paint the back of a bookcase a nice springy color. That's on my list too. Oh, I just think that's so fun. Make it springy. We've got other things that I know I have on my list and need to probably have some stuff that you could add to these vignettes in your bookcases. It would be fabulous. Well, you know, yeah. And you know what I just bought are some moss balls. And I've made them too. Stop it. I love a moss ball. I know. Don't you have enough? (laughs) Well, actually, I'm doing table decorations for a spring event for an organization in the neighborhood. So I bought them for that. So yeah, I did have enough for me, but I need these uh, for these uh, for my table decor. Well, okay. Rifting off that add a nest you can add a nest Mm -hmm. to your vignettes you could put it under a cloche you could put it on a tray with a few other things and put it on the center of your table or a great spot is on your coffee table moss balls the nest great under cloches great under a cloche yes yes okay um what about a garden stool to add to your decor doesn't that kind of say spring yes and it's on my list too We're having a crossover today. (laughs) Don't think just about the old garden stools that just have a have a certain shape and a certain color. They come in all different shapes now, all different colors. I've even seen some done in kind of a swirl pattern in a matte bone color that were stunning. Oh. Absolutely stunning. I'm so you know. You don't have to go for the high gloss. Uh, I mean, the old traditional ones are great too, but now they're reimagined in all these different shapes and colors. So you can go with whatever kind of look you want with those garden stools. They're so beautiful. And really, they just feel like spring when you see them. You can use them for extra seating. They can be used as a stool. They can be used as a side table. They can be used to hold a drink. They're lightweight. You can use them indoor, outdoors, because they're mostly ceramic. I mean, they're going to hold up to weather if you do have them outdoors. So such a flexible piece that you can move around. They're small. They'll fit in most anywhere. So that's why we both just love them. Yeah, I really do. Well, I told you, I use mine in my shower outside. There's a niche in there for your shampoos and stuff. But, you know, it's sort of nice just to have that there. Here's a thing that you can add to vignettes. Whether you're a gardener or not, they're absolutely charming. Vintage gardening books. Maybe my eye is just tuned in. I have a laser vision for these, but... I don't think so. I just think there's a lot of them out there. Uh, Whether you're going to your local library's little secondhand shop or you're going thrifting or you're going to, to estate sales or whatnot, there always seems to be a lot of gardening books. And they're just so darling stacked up. Imagine them stacked up with maybe a little nest on top of them. If you had a big enough cloche, put the cloche on top of it or put it on a pretty tray. Just so charming. The epitome of spring. Something I'm wanting to do, a little nervous about doing it for when we're gone, but an indoor tree. I really want to do that. Like we've talked about little lemons and orange trees. I would love to do that. I just need to... um, 
get over my fear of it dying and and make sure I have a system in place that it can self-water when I'm gone, which I know there's a lot of things that you can do. Well, you know, yeah. If it's got a lot a nice trunk, maybe you could just walk over, turn the faucet off. <laughs> no, I mean from when I'm gone, silly goose. I know. I'm trying really self-watering trees. Yeah, well, you need a little system. Yeah. A system. Well, no, there's some little things you can do. It's kind of like a bottle upside down, yeah. I think. Yeah. Some things that you can do so that it'll stay watered even if you're out of town for a while. Right. Just keep it out of a... If you think, oh, it needs sun, but don't put it in a super, super bright window while you're away. Be better to have a little less light and stay a little moister than having too much sun and get all dried out. That's true. How about a touch of twelve? A touch of chintz, a touch of twelve, a splash of green. It's all so springy. I must say, thank you to everyone for having me research today's episode because I'm purchased really beautiful bedding on sale from Ballard this morning. <laughs> what did and you it's get? It's a touch of toile. It's what did you do? Jardin toile. And it's on sale, 25% off. What they color have in is various it? Is it colors. black and cream? That's going to be my guess. It, well, they have black and white. And then uh, I did the gray and white. So it's a little softer looking. It's oh, not quite okay. as stark. They also, I think, have indigo. Um, really pretty. So I got the King Duvet cover. And it was, you know, I say only. But it, for that size bedding, it was a pretty good price. I think 134 25 mm. uh, for the King duvet cover. And then they had the shams on sale, various sizes. Is uh, that, do you have a King bed in there? Yeah. So I got a, uh, some Euro shams as well. I, it's really pretty. I know I had my eye on this a while ago, but again, I wasn't in the spring mode. I think I saw that toile around Christmas time when, you know, cause Ballard does bombard you with catalogs. And for whatever reason, even if I just looked at one, I feel obligated to look at it again. It doesn't change up that much, but I remember seeing it and thinking that's so pretty, but eh, you know, I'm not kind of not ready for it. So today I pulled the trigger. I'm adding, definitely adding a touch of toile to my bedroom for the spring. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I've been using Lumi products for a couple of weeks now, and I couldn't be happier. Lumi products really work. They smell great. I smell great. And I love the starter pack. It's got such great options. The solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, and I got the mini body wash and deodorant wipes. And you can too. So listen in how you can get that. But let me tell you about Lumi. Lumi is a whole body deodorant, and it's the first of its kind. And it is safe to use anywhere on your body. I mean, anywhere. It was created by an OBGYN who saw how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. Lumi is proven to block odor all day and control odor up to 72 hours. It's aluminum-free, baking soda-free, and paraben-free. It's also pH balanced for safe use below the belt. And choose from a variety of scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Now here's how you can get the starter pack. For DTT listeners, head to Lumi, that's L-U-M-E, deodorant.com and use the code DTT to get $5 off a Lumi starter pack. So that's LumiDeodorant.com and use the code DTT to get $5 off a Lumi starter pack. I want to remind you that we are available for design consults. We take on your design dilemmas, questions, renovations, 
any project you want to talk about, any room, any space, we are here for you. And we really do enjoy doing these. And I think we've helped people a lot. So if you want to sign up for a consult, head to the link in the show notes. It's decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash consult. We hope to talk to you soon. Another thing you can do, and I was just thinking about this, how about a beautiful kind of fresh springy runner for your hallway? Oh, on the ground, on the floor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A rug that's a runner. I think that would be nice. I mean, that's something that you can change out if you want to, but then you're going to have to store a winter one. Right. It's not a big commitment. Right. That's what I'm thinking. It's a smaller size. And then if that's too much of a commitment, then just trade out those uh, little doormats, your front and back door. That's something that's really easy to do. It is a good time to look at those doormats, particularly if you live in a place where you get bad weather, because they can take it hard during the winter and not look so good in the spring, the bright light of spring. There's just certain times of the year it's good to look at certain things and say, does this need to be replaced? Is this past its prime? And so I think it's a great time. I mean, while you're refreshing your porch, it's a great time to look at those mats. Yeah. And how about evaluating your coffee table books? This is another thing that sometimes you just walk by a lot. If you have coffee table books, I mean, not everybody does, and it's not a law that you have them. But if you do have them, you should have my book and Anita's (laughs) in that pile. Uh, And then not refresh it. Um, Only just buy extra copies for your friends. They don't need to be Joking. (laughs) But you know, sometimes you get those books and they're not inexpensive. And you maybe got a stack of them. So you really, you know, you've stacked up like say a hundred bucks or 125 bucks or something sometimes for a, a three stack or something like that. And so you let them sit there. Maybe you've already looked at them. Maybe it's time to pass them on or put them in a different room or put them on that bookshelf that you're painting the back of and invest in a couple more that you will enjoy. Now we've given you an, a previous episode, uh, a lot of ideas on where how you can get your hands on these uh, decorating books, or they could even be gardening books um, that are you know hardcover and full of good content, but also filled with beautiful pictures, and that their spines are pretty, so you like displaying them. There are ways to get them without paying full price, and we went into that in a in a previous episode. But say you were just purchasing them to treat yourself, maybe pick out a couple for spring, maybe one for summer, and just rotate them out because you don't really want 101 Christmas ideas out on your coffee table right now. So yeah. again, it's like part of your decor. So even though it's books, rotate them out. If you're using them for display, make them reflect the season that we're in. And so we're talking about changing out pillows, throws, and uh, we talked about rugs, table runners. What about changing out the artwork on your walls? Uh, I don't do a lot of this, but this is something that you could do is put up some beautiful florals, some botanical. I love botanical prints. I absolutely adore them. And now is a great time to put them up and enjoy them. And I keep mine up year round, but you know, you wouldn't have to if you felt like they were really more for the spring and summer. Yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking if you had art that was up that was kind of wintry looking or fall-ish, maybe the, you know, this is the time to rethink that. Again, you're just kind of like looking at your house with fresh eyes uh, because it's a new season. Maybe you don't want to have all this heaviness. So just like not having a heavy blanket on your bed, maybe you don't want to have a winter scene on your walls. I think that that is a really good idea. Um, here's something that you may want to take away. If you in the past decorated for Easter or you had little kids and you did Easter baskets and all that stuff, 
maybe take a look at your Easter bin. You know, maybe some of that stuff is hmm, kind of past its prime or you wouldn't fill an Easter basket with candies and hide it anymore. And they're a little squished anyway. So maybe it's time. It's hard to store those baskets. Maybe it's time to take a look at your quote unquote Easter decor or your spring decor and kind of prune out the stuff that could go to Goodwill or the stuff you not you know you're not going to put out anymore. Just the same idea as any holiday decor. If you do have an Easter bin, and I must admit, I'm raising my hand, I do have an Easter bin. And in the past, I think I used to have two Easter bins, but now I think I have one that's sort of half filled. And I have a couple of ceramic bunnies that my mom painted many, many years ago, and they are just too sentimental. I'm never going to get rid of those. I bring that out every year, you know, and it's, it's just very sentimental. Uh, had I bought that at Home Goods, I wouldn't keep that. <laughs> you well, know, no, that's and a then, good point because I've been given some hand painted faux eggs. I mean, I don't I can't remember what they're made of, but mm-hmm. they're hand painted. They're really pretty. I need to go get those and set them out and put them under a cloche. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, you know, again, that's in, sort of in the takeaway category. You know, d- just don't knee jerk and put it out. Maybe you don't like it. Maybe you're not going to use it. Uh, you know, pass it on now so that maybe somebody else who wants to decorate that way for Easter can pick it up at Goodwill or, you know, whatever your local thrifty is. I think that was a lot of good ideas. What do you think? I I do too. And I'm thinking, no, I think, I think that's great. And and really I want to summarize that to really walk through your house room by room, look at everything, take pictures if you want. I don't know that you necessarily have to for this, uh, but take a look and see if anything feels wintry, feels heavy and kind of make a mental note or go ahead and pull, start pulling all those things out and just kind of go room by room. And I think you'll find some things sitting out that probably, you know, maybe should be put up for the season and maybe you can see what holes you have and what, what you need to go buy new. I have one more thing, something you said triggered in my mind. Some people have hooks or a coat rack or, you know, a standing coat rack by their door, whether it's your front door or your mudroom door or your back door or something like that. And I have seen this to my wondering eyes that it might be April, it may even be July, and there are scarves and coats (laughs) on those things. Right. Don't do that to yourself. Put those (laughs) away. There's no need for them. Right? Yeah, and, I think but I, it's one of those yeah. things too. It's just there. And after yeah. a while, you just don't see it. Well, that's why we need to take pictures because right. it's the sort of thing. I think there's so many things in our houses that you see it every day and your brain stops noticing it. So that's one of those things. I think if you took a picture, you would really be aware that there are coats and hats and maybe winter galoshes still sitting out. So yeah, I think that's a great time to take all that stuff and put it wherever you store it. So, Anita, what are we defining today? Today, we're defining block front. That is a front of a desk, chest of drawers, or dresser, and it has three vertical divisions of equal width, one sunken between two raised ones. Basically, there's three sections, and so let's say the middle section is pushed in, and the two side sections are out, mm-hmm. but it's, that's all on one drawer. Anyway, it's an interesting look. They're actually making uh, pieces with this uh, particular look with the block front on new furniture. But these were originally popular in the late 1700s. And back then, I know you've seen them with typically a shell design at the top. Oh, 
Maybe I have. <laughs> I'm interested. I want to see a visual on this. Okay, can you well, link something that. in the show notes so we can have a look at what this looks like? Yes, yeah, sure. I'll link in some pieces of furniture so we can see what that looks like. What's your crush? I'm super excited about my crush. They just arrived. They're in the most adorable shoes. Shoes for spring and summer. Yay. The company is called Bulibasha. B-U-L-I-B-A-S-H-A. And they make mostly raffia style sandals and slip-ons. They're created and handmade in Indonesia. I don't know where I tripped upon them, but I ordered a pair of the Coco in black raffia. I love raffia. I love raffia little handbags. I love raffia shoes. So cute for the spring and summer in particular. So I can highly recommend them. They're comfy and they really will just put that like punctuation on an outfit. Oh, wow. I can't wait to see these. Okay. So my crush is a podcast called I Am All In. Uh, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? A little bit. Now and again with my girls, I would catch it, but I did not watch it. Okay. Well, I really didn't watch it when it was out, but a few years ago, Evie and I watched it together. I started watching it again, and it's kind of fun because I'm picking up some of the nuances that I had missed before, but this I Am All In is Scott Patterson's podcast, and he played Luke Danes, who is Lorelai's love interest on Gilmore Girls, and which I I think this is not that unusual. At the time, he never watched the episodes when they came out. He's one of those actors that he just shows up, but he doesn't really want to see his work. So he really hadn't watched it. He really hadn't paid a lot of attention to the storylines. And he just decided a few years ago to start a podcast where he would actually start watching the episodes start to finish and kind of discuss them with some co-hosts. So it's been kind of fun listening to that. It's just kind of a fun thing. You don't learn anything really important in life. (laughs) It's not educational meaning. It's just kind of like a guilty pleasure. If you watch the show, I think you'll enjoy it. And uh, yeah, it's just fun to listen to. Sounds like you would have to have watched the show to enjoy the podcast, would you say? I think so. But you could actually watch the show and then listen to the podcast. And I think that would be the most fun. He also has a lot of the actors that were on the show on as guests. So it's kind of fun to hear their perspectives of what was going on at the time. Should we have a podcast of our podcast (laughs) where we talk about us talking on our podcast? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. (laughs) Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.
Yeah, yeah, and I think, um, yeah, Danielle, maybe just if you really want to do it, maybe try a wall or try a big section of it and, or, you know, a larger kind of area and see what, what you think about it. But I do think, too, like you said, it's going to be something that I just feel like it's not going to be something you're going to like long term. But, but again, you know, that's our opinion. And, um, you know, it's your house. So at the end of the day, you got to do what exactly we want you to be happy in your house. If you love it, we love it. We love it for you. So fun today. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.